Welcome to Stories in Ink, a new podcast in conjunction with Empty Camp Productions. I'm your host, Spencer Kennard. Stories in Ink. Uh, I'm your host, as always, Spencer Kennard. And uh, joining us again back this week, we do have Jesse Luciani. Jesse, I know you were off the past couple weeks just because you had some stuff to do, um, yeah. I, um, stuff to take care of. Um, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're okay. Um, yeah, no, we're all doing well. Uh, thank you so much for the kind words, Spence. It really meant a lot to us over here. Oh, well, I, I hope you know that we're, we're all here for you uh, over on this side of the water. <laughs> uh, I know you're all the way over there in that foreign land of New Jersey, but, you know, we uh, we yeah. want to make sure that you Cross the pond in New Jersey. <laughs> oh, look at that. And our new <laughs> <laughs> And she jumps right word. in. So, everyone, uh, that that lovely voice you just heard, coming in there. That is our actual guest for tonight. Um, our guest tonight is Kalani Van Meter. Hey, Kalani, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. <laughs> how are you doing? You can't see it right now, but she's like not making eye contact with me in studio it's because so she's weird. embarrassed, like um, because I'm talking at her. Because and... I can't talk to him like I normally do every single day. Why, why can't you? It's a podcast. And? <laughs> it's a special. It's... <laughs> It's special. So, um, Kalani is actually, uh, she's an artist, she's an activist, and she's actually my apprentice here at Red Ink Tattoo Studio. Um, you know, thank you for coming on. I know that this is something kind of different for you. It's kind of out of your norm. Um, but, you know, we really do appreciate you coming coming through and hanging out for a little bit. Um, how you been? How are things going? It's been going okay. Um, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I think what you guys are doing is really cool. And just, um, it's always different because we always like, you give me rides home every night and we have like very deep and insightful, thoughtful conversations on the ride home. But it's just going to be interesting, like broadcasting that for everybody to hear. Well, I, I think you're, you're referring to like my old man talks because I seem to always give those to everybody. Uh, Jesse, you can attest that I've given you one or two of those. <laughs> oh, many um, of time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it never comes from a place of uh, me thinking my advice is better than anything else because I, it, most of the time, I'm, I, you know, I, I really, I just, I, I really just try and give you a different perspective is all. And maybe not even really playing devil's advocate, that kind of perspective, but what the hell who in the hell is calling the shop it's past closing folks it's it's one o'clock i think we should just let it ring i, I think we should it. i think it's a good uh, keeping it real yeah i mean we, i don't know how much it, more like, real turns into a horror podcast. Um, <laughs> dun, dun. turns into those old uh prank call videos from the 90s yeah i'm looking for a man amanda uh, Amanda Hug and Kiss. Is there an Amanda Hug and Kiss here? <laughs> Classic Simpsons mm -hmm. Mo yeah. Bar joke. <laughs> there, there was another one that he made. I forgot though. Like... Oh, there's so many. Yeah. I'm looking for a bend over. <laughs> Is there a bend over yes. here? <laughs> so anyway, getting back to um, kind of, you know all the stuff that you do, 
um, just outside of tattooing. Now, I know that you, you originally came to New York, you were studying animation. Um, that was kind of, my, my first interaction with you was actually based on, uh, on your experience with animation. Um, the first tattoo I actually did on you was actually of Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. And it was a, it was a flash sale, right? Like it mm -hmm. was, uh, yeah. it was a, it was a Friday the 13th. Yeah, yeah. But it's been, it's been over a year ago at this point. Straight up like a year. Um, but I remember like having a conversation with you because you were the only person that got Oswald. I was, I think I was there early and I think I was one of the first like clients that you got that day. Too. No, you were the first client I got that day. Yes. Um, and I, and you're the only person that got Oswald and you're the only person that I think that knew who it was, which was mm -hmm. also kind of cool. Yes. I mean, Jesse, I think you actually came to that, that other, that Friday the 13th. Cause that's when, yes, when uh, Elizabeth got her tattoo. Yeah. 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 So this is very serendipitous. Like we were, I think we were one of your last ones. Oh no, you were you were not. No, we were no. we left. we were there till like at least like eleven, twelve. I tattooed until five that morning. <laughs> yeah, that never mind. <laughs> never mind. Sorry for thinking I was special. Uh, no, you were. You were a refreshing <laughs> face during the day. Oh. <laughs> um, no, but that was that was kind of what brought you to New York, right? Mm -hmm. Was it was kind of animation and things yeah. like that. Um, I decided to go to school at SBA, the School of Visual Arts in New York City, um, and I originally started out in this major called Visual and Critical Studies, which was basically honors classes, um, and I was slowly transferring to animation. Um, so I did have like honors classes like philosophy and art history, um, but I also had animation classes. Um, but I think we really bonded like over Oswald and then over the fact that we like both studied art like I go to art school you also like majored or like have yes, a degree in I art have, or whatever I have, a, I have a piece of paper that I paid a lot of money for that says that I studied art, art. <laughs> <laughs> yes hey I actually have one that says I also studied philosophy that's what I'm saying that's what we bonded over and I get to use both of those every day mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's more than saying most college <laughs> graduates, right? But yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I definitely think it, it was one of the, it was a good conversation. It was um, one that, you know, um, again, early on, I, I felt like that I was able to talk to you about, um, you know, just kind of that. And you, you were able to open up and tell me a little bit about your story, about where you were from, those kinds of things. Um, and I think that I thought that was really cool because I know like for you, identity is something that is very, very important to you, like mm -hmm. your identity, who you are. Um, I think most, you know, um, most people, especially like uh, you're you're like early 20s, you know, that's that mm -hmm. whole thing of like trying to figure out who you are. And I think that's a very cool um, thing that you were able to kind of start sharing those things and self-actualize enough to, to have a conversation about it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think that, you know, like we said, you're an artist, you're an activist. I mean, I know you do, um, a lot for a lot of different kind of organizations and a lot of different, um, you know, a lot of different cool things. Do you want to talk about any of those? Um, yeah. Uh, so just me as a person, I think I'm very interested just coming from a like multi-ethnic background, someone who comes from immigrants, but who is also pretty Americanized, um, I'm very interested in identity, people's identity, how that shapes them as people, uh, things like race politics. Um, they're all 
very interesting to me. And I think they also, that also translates into my art. Um, in terms of like, but I also think it translates in terms of your tattoos. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, I, I, you have, you, you literally have Woman Almighty just right there smacking <laughs> your chest, man. Like, yeah, my, my first tattoo was a peace sign on my wrist. Like, that yeah. sounds, like, so basic, but I just, you Well, know. You, you made that assessment about yourself. We didn't. Um, if you saw me, it, it fit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, because it's already tattooed on you. So. Anyways. Um, no, but I think, like, those things are all, you know... It, um, we've t- I've talked on this podcast before about how like things like cartoons to me are so important, um, which you know they they really are, and I think it's a cool way that you I was able to connect with you and start having those mm-hmm. transitions into like more serious conversations. Yeah. Um, because it is you know there there are definitely conversations that need to happen, um, especially within the tattoo world, mm-hmm. right? The tattoo world for a really long time has been very closed and very closed-minded, closed to discussions (laughs) about, you know, just any kind of outside, like, it's weird because it's an outsider art that has you, that hasn't been open to. It's, yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, I I, I would say probably through your apprenticing, you're starting to realize that. Mm -hmm. Um, Just as I study more into the history of tattooing, which you've helped me because I think you're really interested in that too. I got a lot of Um, books about it. He has so many books. There's so many books. Um, <laughs> um, I'm definitely starting to see, obviously, the good parts, but also kind of the bad parts that we need to change about the tattoo industry. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I think it's it, it's that whole thing. Like, you have to know your history. You have to know where mm-hmm. you, you've come from to know where you're going. Yeah, you of course. To know what's you know what's behind you in order to continue to move forward. Yeah. And I think like a lot of your tattoos um, really do embrace that, right? They embrace, you're at a point where your tattoos are embracing part of your history. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're you're starting to figure out your way in navigating the story, um, which I think it's a, a really cool thing because you're able to take, you know, to um, take these things that are important to you, condense them into images, and then... Mm-hmm. Um, use them to tell your own story yeah it's i feel like it's also really embracing this american tradition of tattoos um they go as far as back as native american societies even but um just more like contemporary american society Mm -hmm. um we need to start like decolonizing um you know the tattoo industry which was what i was going to say i actually um founded the indigenous student union at my school and um i'm really starting to you know kind of uh embrace and bring out my native american um heritage um in terms of like the activism that i do but also in terms of tattooing and i feel like almost all of my tattoos not aside the one uh aside (laughs) from the ones that are like really dumb (laughs) um are are very deeply rooted in well, but know, I, I, again, like even if you 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 laugh and you say that like all oh, they're dumb, they're silly, but they're also rooted in you, um, and mm-hmm. rooted in your story. Yeah, of course. Like I mean, again, like just because something doesn't necessarily have a d- 
deeper meaning doesn't mean it can't mean something deeply to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that time that you have, um, that not maybe not that time that you had, that time that you had in that moment when you got that tattoo, mm-hmm. that, ta- that moment matters. Like you remember it. Yeah. yeah. And, and that is, even if it's not like a pivotal, big, yeah. huge moment in your life, it's still a moment in your life and your, and your life has meaning, right? Like that's the whole mm-hmm. idea of it. And the fact that you can point to this specific thing, even if it's something that makes you laugh, well, yeah. well that's a good thing, right? Because right. life, life isn't all heavy things all the time. And mm-hmm. I don't think it should be. Right. Sometimes it's nice just to have something to make you smile. Yeah. And, you know, as someone who needs those types of moments, like I think that those, yeah, I mean, I think we all need those things right yeah, now. Course. Things feel super heavy. And so yeah. that if we have, you know, I'm, am I, am I saying you need to like get tattoos for comedy purposes? No, <laughs> like maybe, maybe. <laughs> but like at the same time, don't dismiss those fun little moments like that. You yeah, know what for I mean? Sure. Because, I definitely, um, at least since, coming here and being actively like working in a shop, working next to you, um, I've noticed myself being like less judgmental. I know this sounds like really mean and it is, but like being less judgmental to other people's tattoos. Cause like, you know, you go on the internet and you like find like a funny tattoo. And obviously there are like some tattoos that are like technically wrong. Like if you misspell a word or something, but like if someone comes in with this little thing and it like makes no sense to you, you shouldn't be quick to judge just because that is theirs. And that's all uh, like also a part of someone's story and someone's identity and both things, both uh, are things which I actively fight for people to tell, you know? No, totally. I think, I think for a lot, uh, a really long time, a lot of people's voices have been suppressed Right. And the easiest way for someone else to understand someone's story is through image. Right. It's the reason why when we, um, you know, when we, when we have kids, when, when, when there's children, right. What do we start with? We start with images. We start with pictures, right. Because we're able to articulate those things better. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, and I think like tattoos will, can do that. Like they can help you access someone else's story. Yeah. Um, you know, I think like, you know, and I don't think it always has to be these big, huge pieces either. I mean, I think like, like, for example, like, um, I don't know, can you, like, for, for example, your woman almighty tattoo is what, Mm -hmm. maybe two inches? Yeah. All right. So, I mean, but that has a a huge feeling with it, right? Like, can you, I mean, can you talk a little bit about that experience? Like how Um, that, what? Yeah. How, like, caring that makes you feel, I guess? Yeah. I was, like, (laughs) I was trying to, like, look online for other tattoos like it, but I really couldn't. And so I had to, like, I mean, it's just basic font. It's just, like, Times New Roman. Um, So it wasn't that hard to make it myself. Um, But... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so you opened up Microsoft Word. Yeah. So I out. opened Google Docs and I said, woman. Um, <laughs> Whoa, man. <laughs> woman. Woman. Um, and uh, yeah, I honestly, I don't really remember. I think the thing I love about it the most is like afterwards, I feel like it was kind of like a on the spot thing, but I learned like I'm I just I love it like honestly more and more every day um it's just 
a statement. It's out there. It's loud and proud. And, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, it, I mean, I talked, um, if you tuned in to the last episode mm-hmm. or I don't know if sequentially when this one will come out, but if you turn it into past episodes, um, the one where Libby, where I was talking to her about, it's like a little bit like armor, a little bit of like battle armor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like, that's something for you. Like, it seems to be like something that does give you strength, right? Like this yeah. idea, like, and I think that's not just knowing the tattoos there, but like seeing it, yeah. that like self-recognition is also mm-hmm. something that's like very important. Yeah. Um, you know, I think like tattoos also are a way for us to kind of bring back control of our body. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's why in times like this year when things have felt so out of control, right. For so many mm. people, so many people still want to get a tattoo yeah. because it's a way of taking control back. Yeah. It's a look, you know, you get to, well, but I think that's also like piercings, right. Cause I've also pierced you. Um, and, um, you know, and I think it's another way for, even if you don't want to get a tattoo, you want to get a piercing. It's another way for you to control your body. Mm-hmm. It's for you to feel in control and you to feel powered, empowered. And I think that's a really cool thing. I think that's a thing that, like, um, you know, I always, I always say, and I continue to say it, like, I don't, you know, tattooing is not about me. Mm-hmm. It's about helping whoever yeah. is getting tattooed and helping them kind of, like, claim the moment, mm-hmm. but also, like, claim that part, you know, claim, like, this is me here now. Yeah. And I think that's a really important thing to do. Um, you know, it, it, we're talking about fun tattoos, right? Like kind of, we got, we got a little serious, right uh. there, but, but I've also tattooed another rabbit on you, which is pretty fun. So many rabbits. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> there's a lot of rabbits. Well, I, what you were, uh, I was going to say what, I don't even know what year the rabbit would have been. What? The year of the rabbit. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I know I'm year of the like sheep. I don't think I have any rabbits in my family. No? No. None. Yeah. Just on the TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and on my body. And on your body. Yeah. No, but, uh, I mean, that's another fun one, too, because it's, uh, oh, number seven. Uh, Lucky Samson number seven. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I think he's so cute. I, I don't know, man. Well, Lucky Samson number seven is from Schoolhouse Rock. It is from Schoolhouse Rock. Um, um love that show. Well, I mean, who? I, I again, I, I was a huge fan of My Hero Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, such a funny looking hero. You can't I see this right now, but I just got like, like the the glare, <laughs> the glare. He's like, don't you start saying? Not it. now. <laughs> <laughs> what? But oh, come on. What about? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 60, 60. No, okay. Now you wrote it. You wrote it. 100. Ready or not? Oh, my gosh. Um, Here I come. <laughs> um, that should be the intro. It should not. <laughs> Fine. Three is a magic number, though. <laughs> I can keep going. You can going. do this all night, yes, folks. Yes, I can um, continue to make... Jesse is also shaking his head for all of you listening out there. <laughs> I can confirm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No. Um, but again, like, I think that that tattoo also, you, you know, it, it's meaning can be anything can have as many meanings as you mm-hmm. want, but it's also like, 
it is fun, right? Like yeah. it's a it's a fun memory that you have, obviously watching it, yeah, and it growing up, and then you also are gonna have the memory when you got it here and your mm-hmm. time that you spent here. And I think that that's it's it's cool how things mm-hmm. can like change and grow with you, yeah. um, you know, and how those things they do mean something to us. And it, again, like you can you can be a superficial thing and that's fine right it can just be like i like the way it looks or i like this character so much but i think that's just a really cool you know little thing yeah um now we are gonna do something pretty pretty cool um i think tomorrow um possibly tomorrow or the next day because uh you've been you know we've been talking about a little bit about um exploring the you know the tradition of tattoos and things Mm -hmm. like that um, and we're doing like an American traditional tattoo on yeah. you tomorrow. Um, you know, most of you who listen to this will know what American traditional is. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's just bold lines, simple color, simple shading, a lot yeah. of flat kind of uh, imagery. But do you, I mean, do you want to talk about the tattoo you're doing? Yes. Um, okay. So I <laughs> well, just. I'm, I mean, I'm doing on you. Yes. <laughs> I. I have always wanted. Well, okay, so my style personally, I don't really resonate with how American traditional looks just because, I don't know, the shading, I just, I never really thought it would look good on me, but I I thought it would be um, hilarious to get, you know, those little uh, Sailor Jerry, like, heart mom tattoos, you know, with a little banner. We love our moms here. Yes, it's so funny because I just thought it was so cute and I wanted to get it like right on my wife so I was just like a little joke but also not because I really love my mom and um <laughs> and I was I was scrolling through images and um well also I also um knew that Spencer because he's just so interested in like the history of tattoos specifically like I know he's told me a lot about um the uh like what era would you say Sailor Jerry is? So Sailor Jerry is, um, okay, so he would have been, er, it's early Americana. Mm-hmm. Um, he came out of like the 1920s. I mean, he was yeah. young in the 1920s. Yeah. Um, so he would have come out under like, uh, uh, like Cap Coleman, people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he really came into his own during like World War II yeah. over in Honolulu. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's where his shop was. Like that's 40s. Where, yeah, yeah, like 40s. Okay. So, I mean, you're you're really he was putting tattoos on a bunch of like sailors that were down mm-hmm. you know just uh, doing, no gloves yeah real you, yeah. <laughs> you, you wanted to get you wanted to get there first because you got maybe the new needle that he jigged the night before like oh yeah my God. um and ugh, yeah you gotta think man those guys it, it was a whole that's a whole different story i can tell from a whole different time and like oh buddy if you if you don't know like what tattooing used to be be glad you're getting tattooed now mm-hmm. is all i'm gonna say <laughs> but no it's definitely a it's definitely um it was a transitive moment in tattooing a lot because you had um like the electric fan well yeah i mean like very early on you have to think most of this was experimental mm-hmm. right the reason it wasn't like today where you could just go you can go online and search for whatever you need to get yeah. started tattooing Right. This was these were like guarded secrets. Mm-hmm. Right. You couldn't just go into somebody's studio and be like, hey, what are you doing? What are you using? Mm-hmm. You know, it was like yeah. they'd come in. They'd be like, who, you know, who are you? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. you know, like, because that's just, I mean, that was the, that was the era that it, it was very much, you know, it was very different. But like, um, I think it, I think it's interesting, right? Because that era, it has a lot of problems, right? Like, so problematic. Uh, very, yeah. I mean, retroactively looking at it, there was a lot of, of very, there's a lot of very like distasteful imagery, mm -hmm. um, imagery that, you know, just in my opinion should not have been created. Um, a lot of it. Um, <laughs> and you know, it, it's interesting, right? Because it's interesting, right? Because like you have, um, you have a lot of imagery that's based around like death, right? Because you had all of these sailors coming to the Pacific, not expecting to make it home, mm -hmm. right? When you were, when you were sent out to the Pacific, you, you didn't really think you were going to come back. Um, so the reason why you would get mom or you get a lover's name or something like that was because this was your last hurrah. You, you really didn't think you were, you were going to make it back mm -hmm. to the other side of the ocean once you were there. Yeah. Um, this was how you were going out. And because of that, and I think a lot of it kind of, you know, a lot of those vets, right, really don't want to talk about their experiences. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've, we've had this kind of weird glorification of that, that greatest generation, um, just from films to, I mean, you, you name, mm -hmm. it's, it's always World War II. Yeah. It's always, it's like this idol worship World War II. Um, but it, you know, as someone who had a great grandfather that was in the battle of the vault, she never wanted to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Because why would you want to talk about these terrible things that you've been through? Um, and I think because of that, the people that came back, they, they had a little bit of survivor's guilt. Mm -hmm. So maybe, you know, that could have been why they concealed their tattoos a little bit as well, mm -hmm. because this was a time that was before where they were now yeah. and they were expected to it's be. It's very sacred almost in a way, even yeah. though some of the images were problematic, it's still very sacred. It told a soldier yeah. story. Yeah. Right? And you know? It was, you know, this was a time in their life where they had to come to terms with the fact that this might not, this, this could be it. Yeah. Um, and you know, whenever you're staring death down, yeah, I can't say that I've been in that situation. Mm -mm. Um, not, nowhere near, um, in a war theater like but because of that i think that it's come back i don't want to say it's come back into fashion but the understanding of it as a necessary part of um, of the american again the american tradition mm -hmm. um is being realized more yeah now do I think that necessarily some of those artists were the best artists to ever come out? No, they weren't. Because again, you have something that existed in the fringe of society yeah. for a really long time. So you, you can't expect their, the people that were doing it to be the best, like the best artist of the day. Mm -hmm. um, but taking those principles and things like that and kind of reclaiming those images and reclaiming those things are a way that I think we can move the medium forward. Mm -hmm. Right. To, to dismiss a whole style because it's not realistic. It's not mm -hmm. supposed to be realistic. Yeah. It's supposed to be graphic. It's supposed yeah. to be yeah, like, yeah. yeah, a strong striking image that you can understand within mm -hmm. two seconds. Um, 
but be, because of that, I think we can use those tools to tell our stories from a modern perspective. You know, yeah, right on. I think that um, it, it's it's weird, right? Because we we've looked at this these past generations as you know the great we've looked at these past generations as like the greatest generation, right? And I think it, it has given us something to strive towards, right? Mm-hmm. Because we we as a people right like a a younger demographic want to make our lives the best it can be right i think every demographic wants that right every every person wants and deserves the Mm -hmm. the right to make their life the best it can be Mm -hmm. and i think that by taking a tradition right Mm -hmm which is American traditional tattooing. Of storytelling. Yes. Because these, even just bringing it back, even though these guys weren't the best artists, they were really participating in telling these, you know, sailors' stories. Yeah. Um, but continue, yeah. No, but that, exactly. They were telling these stories, right? They were telling mm-hmm. these these people that were passing through, oh, this is where I was from, this is what I'm doing, this is mm-hmm. where I'm going. Um, but by through that, they were able to articulate, again, it's this idea of tattooing is this, this visual medium, but it's an oral tradition. It's an oral yeah. tradition and a visual medium. Um, you're able to, to tell those stories again, and I think that that's a place that we need to return to, right? We yeah. need to be telling the stories of our, of our tattoos, and I think the, 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 the idea of doing it in a traditional way through a traditional medium there's something about that. It's like reconnecting it's a, to that idea. It's like, but it's also reclaiming that space, mm-hmm. right? It's saying like, you know, this wasn't just one narrative of the time, mm-hmm. right? I am going to to mark myself with things that were of this time that I could also be a part of it. Mm-hmm. I can show, yeah. right? Like even if even if you didn't grow up in that era, even if you may not have been from the the sailor era. Right. There's a re- yeah. there's a reason why that adventuring and all those things are so like we identify with these images, yeah. right? And, and I think like some of my tattoos they relate to my family. Like I said, I come from immigrants, and um, they like I I have a date on my left hand that says 1968, which was the year my great grandma um, came to America, and um, I feel like I connected. I know it might sound silly to someone who's just, you know, looking at this tattoo, right? But to me, it's also a way of reconnecting, but also connecting more with my Greek grandma and her journey. Um, and just like you were saying, well, because it, old, again, that that journey that she was on is the journey that brought you here, right? Mm-hmm. The the fact that other people made decisions are is the reason you're sitting with me here in the studio mm-hmm. right now. Um, you know, I don't know if that was fated to happen. I don't know if that was just by chance, but it's a comforting thought to think the choices that were made before are what have made you. Mm-hmm. Um, they're what have brought you to this moment, and they're what will propel you forward, and they will will be what continue to tell your story. So you are embracing that thing. That's a very cool, very personal idea, mm-hmm. but it's a relatable idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, again you go back to the relatability of tattoos. You know, you we're talking about the tattoo that we're going to do tomorrow, mm-hmm. and we haven't even described it yet. We've, did, anyway. we've said it's a monitor, <laughs> right? Which is, okay, so that's instantly, rec- I told, I said it earlier here on the show, we love our moms. 
you know. Love our mamas. <laughs> you know, Diane, Liz, Jessica. Maria. Maria. I love you, bitch. No. <laughs> I, I didn't say that, Mom. <laughs> I said it. I say it again. I say I it again. You, I say it again. I love you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so proud. But you were also gonna do uh, an eagle with it, mm-hmm. right? It's this cool traditional eagle. That... Yeah. Here, I'll just tell you guys. Yeah. So we might as well just reveal yeah, this thing. I, I wanted to also give Spencer a chance to just highlight his own personal you know style because uh just obviously watching him i've just noticed that he's really good at line work and that his interest in you know these kind of old americana um tattoos i just i think he would be the best at it also just because he knows a lot about it um also i trust him and his artistic vision anyways um (laughs) um but i uh I was going to do a small part with a banner, then it evolved into a sparrow next to the star, you know, those little sailor sparrows, because mm-hmm. I thought it was really cute. But then I came across this image of this eagle um, with the heart, and I was like, fuck that. My mom's not a tiny little sparrow. She's an eagle. She is <laughs> defending democracy as we speak. She is fighting off, um, I don't know. Um, stuff that you can't talk <laughs> stuff about. Stuff that I can't talk about. Yeah. Um, no, she's just a badass. Um and so I just thought it would be fitting because um, she uh, she's elegant and she's also ferocious and will tear you to pieces with her talons. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, and I also think it's just fitting just because um, eagles in Native American cultures are, um, you know, these very sacred animals and uh, very iconic, like, uh, symbols of the eagle feather um, and so I just I don't know I thought it was fitting um, I also <laughs> I didn't tell you this before but I also wanted to add just like a tiny little star okay just because like um, her I forgot what it was sorry mom if you're listening to this now but her tribal name means starfire um, yeah um, my tribal name is Kishkakwa and it means little deer beside the river um, and so I just thought, you know, eagle star heart. Anyways. <laughs> Manner that says mom. Mm-hmm. So when you do cartwheels, it says wow. <laughs> no, it's when I fall on my head because oh. I can't do a cartwheel. Well, because you also do ro- roller derby, which is pretty cool. And oh, you fall on your head a lot, right? It'll roller say, derby. It'll say wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, there she goes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> leaving all the skin behind yep (laughs) no but i think that that's it's it's a very cool thing because again you're talking about embracing a tradition and propelling it forward you're you're taking these very traditional things and and reclaiming them right you're 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 reclaiming them in a modern context and i think that that if we try if we're trying to move the dialogue of tattooing forward to make it more inclusive those things those conversations definitely need to be happening Um, you know, and, and I think they are to some, to some extent. Right. Um, and I think, but I think it's, it's just like anything else. We should always strive to be better at it. Um, you know, you can just uh, take your pick, look at all of the stuff that's happened this year. Um, I think the one thing that has happened a lot is we just don't, 
necessarily listen to each other. Um, it's so, it's so hard to talk to people without, you know, and, and not, um, just not listen, yeah. you know, seeing anything outside of our own perspectives a lot of times is, is hard, right? It's hard work to do that, Yeah. but it's work that we need to be doing. Right on. Um, and you know, that's, there's a difference between belittling someone coming off as, you know, just a jerk to somebody and having to listen to that and, and listening to a, a valuable opinion, mm-hmm. right? Like what we, we should, we shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't be disrespectful to one another first mm-hmm. off. Um, and it, it's incredibly hard to want to listen to anyone that's disrespectful to you. Um, you know, advice it otherwise, but I, I, I do think that by listening to voices that maybe haven't been heard as much, um, we can continue to make things, make things for, make things better for people that are, you know, they're stepping into our world, right? They're stepping when, when a person comes to get tattooed, if, even if it's for not for the first time, it's the, it could be their first time getting tattooed by you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you should listen, you should listen to their story and you yeah. should take those things into consideration. I mean, there's a reason why we identify with the things that we do. Um, you know, and if someone comes and shows you an image, like there's a reason why they connected to that image, mm-hmm. you know, and how do we, how do we make that image theirs? How can we, how can we continue to help them tell their story? Mm-hmm. I think that that's one of the coolest things about, yeah being a tattoo artist i think we Um, need to start viewing each other's stories and if we're talking about tattoos each other's images as something that is very valuable and very unique and that's the beautiful thing about it um because all too easily we uh can write each other off you know Mm -hmm. oh it's very it's very easy to be dismissive of someone like just the Mm -hmm. that sound right like that disgust the disgust sound right like it's it if we're going yeah. if we're going back to cartoons it's inside out man you have disgust like that's one of I the am disgust. Yeah. <laughs> i what am i um jesse what do you think i am we have one for sadness i, I or, can see no. i can see sadness uh, <laughs> great like a mixture between sadness and that uh Purple anxious guy. Oh, the nerve. <laughs> what about me? You? Oh, pure anger. That's um, all I get from you all the time. <laughs> it's mostly just because I, I imagine Lewis Black being your internal monologue. Because <laughs> that's who anger was, right? Yeah, it was Lewis Black. It was Lewis Black. Okay, I thought so. Because you had, who did you have? You had Mindy Kaling was disgust. Lewis Black was anger. Um, Amy Poehler was uh, joy. Oh, what's Phil- Phyllis? Yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. From the what office. Phyllis from the Office, but her real name is also Phyllis, I believe. Oh, yeah. I I don't know. I could be completely wrong. Don't. This is awkward. Sorry, Phyllis. Sorry, We're Phyllis. not Phyllis. <laughs> <laughs> who was the nerd? Who? I don't know who played. Who voiced the nerd? Um, oh, the uh, the uh, the nervous guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Hader. Oh, that's right. For some reason, I, ha- I had Jim Parsons in my head, and I was like, that's not right. <laughs> no. That's not right. The other skinny white guy. 
Yes. Yeah. Wrong one. <laughs> Wrong one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bing bong, bing bong, bing bong. <laughs> um. Anyway, getting getting back to. Change <laughs> my mind. You would be bing bong. I would be bing bong. <laughs> Cry candy. Cry candy. Yeah. I would die for Riley. No, that's her uh, fake imaginary boyfriend from Canada. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't they like keep going out? Yeah. Like, there's like they just yes. get like I would die for Riley. Mm-hmm. I would die for. That sounds pretty accurate. Like that sounds like the yeah. voice, right? Yeah. Kicker, I was in the movie. Um, surprise! He's actually the boyfriend from Canada. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because everyone oh imagines. God, I loved you in Inside Out. Because everyone imagines me being very far away. <laughs> anyway, um, well, I mean, I think that you know we've talked about a couple of your tattoos. Um, I guess like you're you're very you're starting your tattoo journey, right? Like mm-hmm. as a, as someone who is apprenticing, and it you know is become is becoming. Um, a, you know, becoming a tattoo artist, right? Like, it's it is different than being a regular artist. I think you can already see that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it, I guess, are you already picking up on those things? Like, what, how, how much these things mean to people, even those yeah. small little yeah. moments? Um, like I said, I'm just becoming less judgmental. I'm more focused on trying to you know, make it good for the person, make sure that they like it and make sure that I can, you know, try and like fulfill their, you know, their vision. Um, I am merely a vessel. It, yeah. A tattoo vessel. Yeah, it, 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 it's like, but not in a negative way. Yeah, no, I think it's very important to emphasize just one of the, at least so far, one of the most things, important things you've taught me. Um, Besides changing out the needle every time and I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I got him. Uh, and to um, always put on a new pair of clothes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I started with American traditional. What can I say? Like she was, she was like. An <laughs> spit, spit clean. Yeah. Um. And to change, uh, no, okay. The, jo- the joke is uh, over. Okay. <laughs> we are 100% hygienic. I am in no way affiliated with, <laughs> oh, uh, but <laughs> besides, just one of the most important things that I've learned that Spencer has taught me just as a teacher is that you know, it's not about me, it's about the person, and uh, you know, not so much what they want, but you know, what it means to them, and just to emphasize how important that is um and I think that has also really helped me um you know uh learning because like coming from art school right Spencer doesn't it's not like Spencer needs to teach me how to draw um but I'm just you know slowly learning what it's like to be in the tattoo world another little it's a separate world aside from the art world I feel like it's its own Oh, it totally thing, is. Yeah. It's it's again. It's been very looked down on from the art, com- like from the fine art community for forever, mm-hmm. right? Because what what I mean, the same thing with. I mean, you gotta think this was this was a carny thing, right? This mm-hmm. was a carnival thing. This was a sideshow thing. I mean, 
think about how many people look down on like like looked down on the people that were painting the posters for the carnivals yeah right those things are gorgeous mm -hmm. like if you look at some of the visual representation that was coming out of of the circuses and the mm -hmm. carnivals yeah. and things like that they were very skilled artists doing those things but because they weren't from a certain class mm -hmm. they were looked down on yeah. and tattooing has always kind of been an, an outsider art form um and again when it, with anything that's on the edge of society anything that's outsider it, it has a problematic mm -hmm. problematic parts yeah. to it but i think by bringing it it's weird right because it I, don't, I wouldn't even say you're bringing it into the mainstream because it's already been brought in the mainstream, mm -hmm. right? It's yeah. already there. But I think the mainstream thing is that most people aren't – well, most people aren't from the, the 1%. I'm going um, to drop some real knowledge on you, right? So like – Actually. Um, <laughs> actually. I can wrench your bottom tooth. Um, <laughs> Um, no, but like because of that, I think we're we're starting to bridge the gap into realizing like, oh, you know, this is for the average person. Like tattooing is for the average person, right? It's a working person. It's a person that you know um, goes about their daily life, but at some point wants to express themselves and express mm -hmm. who they are a little bit more. Yeah. And I I think that that's super that's super cool because it is like that. Like it is. It's a form of expression, and if we're more okay with people expressing themselves and who they really are, mm -hmm. like, how is that a bad thing? Yeah. Like, it, it, if you feel more comfortable with who you are, you're going to do, you're going to be a happier person. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that that's what, you know, life in and of itself is, is, is trying to be happy. Like, I think that's the hardest thing for any of us in life is to just try and find happiness. Yeah. Right. And if we can do something that gives us a little bit of joy just because mm -hmm. we look at an image and it can be something funny, it can be yeah. something serious. But if it, even if it's serious, if it reminds us of a joyful time, like that's the thing worth doing and mm -hmm. that's the thing worth having. Yeah. Right. It also and it, just makes people feel better about themselves, you know, just like having something cool to look at, right? Yeah. Our body. It, Tattooing is very complex. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And I think, I mean, you know, that's, there's all these little, it, again, every tattoo is a story. Every tattoo is a narrative that I think deserves to be told. Mm -hmm. um, and I think deserves to be told in its own way uh, and its own time, yeah. right? Because not every tattoo has to be broadcast, right? Not every tattoo needs to be told. Everyone needs to know what it's about. But you do. Right, mm -hmm. and even if it is that this little moment that you have right now, that's an important moment. Yeah. Well, I think that about does it for this episode. Kalani, thank you for uh, for coming through, um, hanging out tonight. I know it's late. Mm -hmm. um, hey, thanks for having me. No problem. I mean, I'm sure if, uh, you know, I, I would hope if uh, it would ever ask you to come back on, you would come back on the show. I want to host the show next. Oh, okay. It's my turn. <laughs> but and now that concludes it. it we have to... <laughs> and that concludes kicking it with Kalani. Um, <laughs> we have like a little segment, you know, Kalani's corner. Um, <laughs> Taking the world by storm. I'll just go around interviewing yeah. uh, the other artists here. Yeah. I'll just bombard them. <laughs> bombard them with questions. Like a newscaster, you know. Anyways.
on this day, um, yeah. we will be interviewing. <laughs> this day in tattoo history. And this day in tattoo history. Day that we live day this historic day for tattooing. <laughs> what a fine day. What a fine, fine, fine day. Oh, the humanity. Going on here in New York City. <laughs> you do that voice so well. I, I, I have a lot of voices in my head. Um, <laughs> and with that, we conclude. <laughs> Kalani, thank you for coming in. Jesse, it's great to see you. Thank you for being here tonight. Um, that's going to do it for us. Guys, until next time, thanks for stopping by. This has been Spencer Kennard from Stories in Ink. Until next time, thanks, thanks for, for stopping, stopping by. by. Thank you for listening to Stories in Ink. Tune in every other Monday for new episodes. You can find past episodes of Stories in Ink as well as other Empty Can Productions originals on all of your favorite streaming platforms on your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. Just search for Stories in Ink. Stories in Ink was created by Spencer Kennard and Jesse Luciano and is an Empty Can Production original and is recorded at Red Ink Tattoo Studio in New York City, New York. Executive producers are Spencer Kennard and Jesse Luciani.